Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about doing something as Nike would probably have you do it. Their slogan is just do it. And I think, of course, in business, that's one of the things that causes a lot of problems. And it's probably one of the biggest mistakes you can make is just to do something without thinking through all the consequences and all the other things that go along with the decision. So I'm going to go over some common things to look for when you kind of get this in your head to just do it. And I've been guilty of this mistake myself also, and I'll kind of unpack this here in today's episode. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. And yes, I'll give Nike credit. That is probably one of the cleverest slogan. Cleverest? Clever? It's a clever slogan. How's that? And I think Just Do It has really, in my generation, has kind of resonated with that. And it's one of those things where maybe I'm dating myself with that kind of a slogan. But it's something that you've heard everywhere bantered about. And I could probably go through a list of 10 or 12 reasons why that's probably the wrong slogan in business. But I'm going to walk you through just some simple concepts about running a business and why the just do a slogan is not appropriate. And when you do things without kind of follow through or thinking about, you know, some fallout or consequences or how much things would cost you. And I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that probably a lot of business failures stem from the fact that they'll make decisions without thinking things through accurately or more importantly, without putting everything through the committees and the think tanks and all all the things that are necessary. That's one reason why corporations move very slowly and things don't get done as quickly as, you know, other businesses because corporations know, big corporations, I'm talking stuff like Coke, you know, Pepsi, and Nike, I guess, would fall into that category or other companies that are very large. They'll go through committee after committee with the idea, with the proposal, And eventually it's going to get killed. And that's kind of how the government works. Nothing really happens in government because you're just putting everything through the committees. And then if it does become, you know, it goes on the floor and then it has to be voted on. And by the time it gets to the end product where maybe it's a bill that the president needs to sign, it's nothing like it looked originally. And in reality, only about 10% of all the bills proposed by Congress actually make it into a law. So that's a 90% failure rate in Congress here in the government. And this is set up, of course, for many reasons because, you know, you're running a nation and things could get passed that are no good and things do get passed that are not right sometimes. But in your business, kind of look at it like you're Congress and maybe you don't have a big corporate structure where you can send it to one committee or one research department or another, but you certainly have friends. You certainly have people in the industry you can run it by. You have your spouse, which is probably the best person to run your ideas by because they're thinking a lot smarter sometimes than you're thinking 
or most of the time, I should say, my wife always vents my ideas and says, no, nah, that's not, no good. And so that happens a lot. So she's kind of like my committee. And of course, I use my son. Now he's older. I'll, I'll sell him an idea and he'll be like, no, nah, it's not going to work. And so I think it's important to have some kind of someone that's talking to your life. Now, you don't really need to use your family. You can use friends. And associates in business are a great way to run things by on an idea. So before you make any major decision in your business, I think you should run it through at least, you know, your family first, of course, and then associates and those in the field to see if it's a good idea. For example, you may be thinking, okay, I'm going to get some accounts this summer by offering one free month of service. And you go out there and you send out these flyers. And let's say that just for this illustration here, you send out you send out a thousand flyers. So the cost of the flyers, the mailing, the mailing list, the stamps, and the envelopes all cost you five hundred dollars. So you send out this one month free service to all these people in your area. Let's say three people sign up, which is probably the average. Two would probably be more logical, but let's say three sign up for it, and you give them the free month of service, and then you have these accounts. And let's say that one of the three stick it out past four months and the other two kind of dropped off because they just really wanted the free service and they didn't really want pool service long term and then the one that you got is really someone who wanted that free month one month of free service because they're kind of a bargain hunter and you're having all kinds of problems with this person's pool and they're not addressing it they don't want to spend any money on it and if you look back and maybe you brought up to somebody and said hey i'm thinking about doing this campaign i'm gonna spend a thousand bucks to offer one free month of service, what do you think? Well, you can ask other pool pros that have tried this, or you can ask me, and I would tell you that that's probably not the best campaign because the people that you're attracting with that one free month of service are probably the customers that you don't want to have long-term. These are the bargain hunters. These are people looking for great deals, and pool service is not a great deal anymore. You can't really get a bargain on pool service because of the cost of everything that's associated with it now with the higher chemical costs and operating costs and employment costs and gas prices and insurance. I mean, my auto insurance went up by 20% this year with no logical reason behind it except that they could raise it because everything else is going up. So why not raise my insurance rate? So this is one of the things you have to actually vent and talk to people about. So you spend $1,000 and you got one customer that's probably okay. He's not the greatest customer because he was looking for a bargain pool service. So that thousand dollars, you can actually probably have bought that pool for eight, seven or eight hundred from another pool guy or a pool similar to that better for the money you spent marketing and getting the flyers out and giving the free month of service, which I think, you know, if you ran it by somebody, they would have told you that that generally doesn't work in our area. It may work in some areas, but in my area, I've tried this. This is how I know this doesn't work. So I tried this free month of service thing and the people that you get are not ideal clients. And so it would be better to send out a flyer to say, you sign up for service and we're going to give you a free filter cleaning, you know, when the filter cleaning time comes. That's probably better because the filter cleaning doesn't really cost you anything but time and labor of you doing it. And giving that up is much better than giving $140 one month free service to somebody who's maybe not going to stick around long. So you may want to tweak that, but you wouldn't know because you just did it. You just printed the flyers and sent them out and you didn't consult anybody or did any kind of research of how many hits you're going to get on a flyer. And basically, you're going to get about two out of a thousand, I would think would be the average when you send out mailers. I mean, if you get five or six, that's a really good campaign. And so if you don't even know how many hits you're going to get when you send out the mailer because you didn't, never researched it, you may be spending too much money on a campaign like this when you could have just done Google ads and put an ad in there saying, 
you know, sign up for service and get 10% off the first month or 20% off the first month. I just don't think you want to give your service away for free because that gives the wrong impression to the customer that your service doesn't have any value. I mean, it's okay for like other companies to give you like two months of free internet or give you, you know, one week of free trial or two weeks of free trial. It's different than pool service because you have a service that has value. And when you kind of cheapen that by giving a free month of service, I think that gives a bad impression and you're only going to attract customers that want that bargain kind of pool service. I think the best way to make a decision is to see all the possible outcomes in your head. It's kind of like the term play the tape forward. And I had a friend that always used to say that to me in business. He says, okay, you want to do this? Well, play the tape forward. What's it going to look like a year from now, two years from now? What if this happens? What if that happens? So you play the movie forward of the decision you make at that point. And that's kind of the decision. That's kind of the definition of common sense. Someone with common sense will make a decision with the outcomes in his mind already of what could possibly happen. And I think that is one of the things that you have to look at when you're making a decision. So play that tape forward, look at all the possible outcomes, and then you can make a logical decision. For example, this flyer thing, if you were to do this the correct way, you would kind of research online, okay, how many uh, hits come back when I send out a mass mailer? Maybe you would talk to realtors in your area that send out mass mailers to see how they do. Talk to other pool companies that have done this and see if that's a good strategy. And then you would counter that with maybe looking at Google ads and seeing if it's possible to do a campaign on the internet and save all that money and work mailing out things. And then you can also maybe do some hypothetical things like, okay, if 10 people accept this, I'm going to lose $1,400 because that's my service rate. Uh, Maybe that's not the greatest amount of money to lose when I get these new customers. Maybe it is because I'm going to get some new customers. So you want to do all of the thinking, thinking out things like that. And you might want to look at other avenues to get customers. Maybe that'll open up doors for you to think of other ways of generating customers. For instance, if you were to become a Leslie's Pro Partner, I mentioned in the ad at the beginning, they'll refer clients to you from the store because Leslie's doesn't do weekly pool service. So, I mean, how hard is this to open an account there and spend the threshold? I think it's like 15000 right now, which nowadays with, you know, you can just buy 10 buckets of tablets and get to 15000 right? So you can, you can get that threshold. And how many clients are they going to give you? There's been a lot of guys in my group that have gotten 30 or 40 accounts just by shopping at Leslie's and having the manager refer them customers that walk in there that have given up on their pool serve their own pool maintenance and want a pool service company and that may be even better and you're going to get customers that want pool service at that point because they've been trying to do it themselves and can't manage the pool and so does that make a better client I think that would make a better client than somebody who wants a free month of service for sure because they want service they they're at the end of the rope and then you're getting the account for free for the manager at Leslie's and to me spending a thousand dollars sending out mailers for one month free service opening up a Leslie's Pro account and the manager is going to give you leads every time he gets them. To me, that sounds more logical, but you wouldn't reach that conclusion if you just went and sent out the flyers without researching other avenues during that time. So here's what I would suggest. If you're thinking about marketing, think of the strategy, talk to your spouse, talk to your friends, talk to associates, see who has tried this before and kind of what has happened. And that's the benefit of the group that I have. It's an online group and it's my coaching program. And inside there, there's a group me chat. And you can just throw that question out there and say, hey, has anyone tried mass mailers in you know Gilbert, Arizona? And they'll chime in saying, yeah, I tried it. No one really responds to that. Or in different areas. Like for instance, in California, in my area, 
in San Bernardino County, LA County, Riverside County, Orange County, I think the most effective advertisement is Google Ads. People are on the internet in those areas a lot more than they are checking their mail, looking at the flyers. For me, my wife just throws just about all that in the trash. I never even see it most of the time. And so you're not even getting to the audience that you, you know, the, you're not even getting to the right audience in a lot of cases with that. But if you do Google Ads, someone searching online for pool service, in certain areas, this is really effective. Then you would have, you would have a better opportunity of spending the money on Google Ads, spending that $1,000 on an ad campaign online versus flyers. If you run Google Ads in my area, you should get about two hits every week. And of those two hits, you may land one. And if you do the math on that, if you land one a week, you're going to get four accounts every month from that. And it's going to cost you a lot less than this flyer, and you're going to have better results. So I think thinking things through and looking at alternatives is the best way to do business. Just doing it is not the best way to do business. And so I use this strategy in every single business decision that I make, regardless of if it's in the pool industry or outside of it with the rental properties. I always analyze everything. I ask people questions. I go through a lot of of analysis before I do anything. I'll give you an example of using this in a different field. Basically, you know, I do rental properties. And so I was thinking about getting this property where there was a holdout tenant in there and they weren't paying the rent and it was just a real mess for the person. And it was like a fire sale. They wanted to get rid of it really inexpensive. But I called my attorney and I said, hey, you know, there's this property with this holdout tenant and it's really a tough situation here. There were some circumstances why he's not paying. And I asked him, so what do you think, you know, if I get this property, what do you think? They said, I would advise not to do that for many reasons, but the primary reason is that you're, it's pretty much impossible for you to do anything in a rapid matter. And if this person were to hold out and fight, there's going to be a lot of problems. It's better if the seller were to get rid of them versus you as a buyer coming in there because California law kind of ties your hands. And they went through a whole slew of different scenarios and reasons why this is not a good thing and why this would be a big money loser on my end. And that's kind of how I do decisions, you know, outside on big investments and and small investments the same way. When I'm thinking about getting something for my business, I'll research things to the death before I do anything. I wanted to get a new truck, for instance. I had my Nissan Frontier for 15 years, and I'm the kind of person that drives things into the ground. It has it had like 250,000 miles, and a new, I put a new engine in 60,000 miles ago. So I researched trucks left and right before I made my decision. And I finally settled on a Honda Ridgeline. And then it became, you know, what year Honda Ridgeline is the best. So I went to Edmonds and looked up which year is the best Honda Ridgeline to buy. Because I'm not going to buy a new one that's kind of crazy. And so I found that 2019 was the best year to purchase that truck. It had the best ratings. And so I got a 2019. And then I researched, okay, who has the best deal on it? I looked at the blue book. And I looked around. And so I went all over the place looking for the low, a low mileage one. I wanted something with about... 30,000 miles on it because I know that's probably just wearing in a Honda you know you barely breaking it in so I did a lot of research and I searched around and I finally found one that was 5,000 under blue book mainly because the guy had put like a decal on the back of the truck it's like a mountain ridge or something and I was fine with that to me he took the logo off also so he, he took the ridgeline logo off so I, I went on eBay and bought the logo and put it back on and I saved 5000 bucks because the truck wasn't very attractive for that reason. But he did all the maintenance at the dealer. You know, I think it was a lease turn-in. The car was in mint condition. It was certified. And I had no problem with it at all. So I did that. And I just illustrate that I didn't go out and just buy the first truck that fit my fancy or the first brand of truck. Honda, the Honda Ridgeline is actually the top-rated 
midsize truck out there, compact truck, I guess is what you would call it. So I did a lot of research before I did it and, and purchased that. And I think that's something that needs to be done in business with every decision, big and small. And so go through those kind of steps, think things through. Just don't like if you see like a Tacoma, like, oh, that, that truck's pretty cool. I see all the pool guys have that when I pull into the supplier. I'm going to get one of those. And you don't do the research about certain aspects of the Tacoma that you may not like. I think definitely you're going to have to step back and make decisions based on a lot of research. And that's everything as far as buying a vacuum system, which vacuum system is best for me, you know, buying which pool pole is best, which net is leaf rake is best, because all these factor into your service business in one way or another. And just buying something because everyone else has it is not the most logical way to do it. Just doing it is not the most logical thing of marketing. And just doing it is not the most logical thing for making big purchases out there. So there's a lot involved in making business decisions. And I think the reason why so many businesses fail is that they don't think things through. They don't research. They don't analyze. They don't see, project things in the future, what's going to happen if I do this, if I don't do this, or if I add this to my service, or if I take this out of my service, or if I make the customers pay for this. All these are big decisions that kind of need to go to some kind of committee. Just think of yourself as a big corporation. And before you finalize anything, or think of yourself as Congress, that 90% of everything that's proposed falls flat. Most of the things you're thinking of or implementing are not going to work. And so by just doing it, you're going to lose money and you're going to lose resources and time by implementing things that you have invented that are not going to work. And I think it's an important concept. And that's why I'm spending so much time kind of hammering it in there with these examples that making a decision is something that just takes a lot of thought and a, a process you have to go through. So maybe set up a process, like have the idea, write it down. Then you can go to the next step and then the next step. And finally, when you get to step 10, is it going to be something viable? My favorite thing to do is a pros and cons list. I do this all the time on paper. I'll put pros and cons and I'll have my idea. And then I'll write all the cons and all the pros. And then I'll add them up. And then I'll get a general idea of if it's even good on paper to begin with, to even go any further. And if there's more pros and cons, I'll take it to the next step. So however method you want to use in your business, develop it and just get away from that Nike slogan of just doing it. I think you want to think things out and do things very deliberately in your business. If you're looking for other podcasts that I recorded, you can go to my website, swimmingpolaring.com. On the banner, you can see that podcast icon. Click on that. That'll bring down a drop-down menu of other podcasts I recorded. You can listen to those at your leisure. And if you're interested in my coaching program, you can learn more about that at poolguycoaching.com or at my website, swimmingpolearning.com. There's a coaching icon also on the banner there. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great week. God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.